All right. This is the show that shall not be named. Before we even get into that, though, once again, let's dispense with the rules. I don't think we have any new members. I don't think I think it's the same people, but just you know, never know, Luke. We're gonna do the show. It cannot be discussed anywhere on Discord in open forums. Uh, it can be discussed in uh, DMs that you guys share with each other. I can't control what you guys message each other privately. <clears throat> it can't be discussed in here. Can't be in, this, in the expensive tier channel because what if you somebody leaves and you person comes? You know, can't be discussed in the expensive tier channel. You know, is there like a self-destruct feature for these text chat? Because is there a way we can make like the expensive tier uh, stuff like uh, vanish after a certain amount of time? You can make a thread humble pie if you like. Uh, we should do that with uh, expensive tier. Like it just goes away after like a month, the end of the month or something. I don't know. Um. So anyway. Uh, but today's episode, uh, and you can't talk about it with anybody else, it's a secret, we can't acknowledge the show exists, and I know I often break this rule too, but whatever. We can't acknowledge that the show exists, the topic exists, or whatever. <clears throat> anyway, um, she can make it so new people can't be mentioned before they join, I think. Oh, okay, that'd be good. So anyway, um... This is more of a, like, a, like, a, me just saying things I wouldn't say other places. So I wouldn't necessarily call it secrets. These are me just giving opinions and thoughts on things that uh, I wouldn't say in other places. Let's start with the one that I referenced uh, the other day, in that... Y'all are a bunch of thirsty ass motherfuckers. I, I, it's so funny. Is, and I will say, I will say, uh, how do I put this? It's generally, generally, with relatively new people that make this mistake. And I think they don't know that Jeremy and I. We don't talk all the time, but we have a very friendly messaging relationship. And invariably, this is the first time I brought it up, but invariably, a person who signs on to the Discord, it might take a month, might take two months or whatever, eventually gets thirsty and DMs Jeremy. And... What's funny is Jeremy has a boyfriend now. So, and Jeremy's one of the people who he is like, and I've known this forever. Like when Jeremy's, Jeremy is like, uh, he's super into like monogamy and relationships and stuff like that. So there's no chance anyone's ever taking anything away from Jeremy, right? He's super into his boyfriend. So Jeremy has a boyfriend and I'm telling you 10 out of 10 times, right? It could be more than 10 times. If someone that's not me, from Afterthought messages Jeremy. I get alerted. I get a notification. So-and-so messaged me. 100% of the time. If you don't want me to know you're messaging Jeremy, my best advice is don't message Jeremy. And I'm going to tell you that right now. I know, but 
everybody that Jerry messages with. Okay. He tells me. And so, um, the latest victim, if you will, of the black widow known as Jeremy is, you know, deckhead, you know, I'm going to tell you something. Deckhead is he, and he's here live. Uh, is, uh, Deckhead is here. Deckhead is strangely really good at like guessing shit. I don't know what the fuck is up with him. It's some fucking like, Scottish voodoo he does. So let me I'm gonna give Deckhead uh two chances. Do you know who it is? What the fuck? Deckhead is a hundred percent right. It was gay law librarian. How Deckhead, I want you to tell me, how do you know this? Did Gay Librarian tell you? Oh, wait. Jeremy's calling right now. Hold on. Hey, I'm actually... It's so weird. You're, were your ears burning? You're on the air, by the way. Actually? You're really on the... On, well, the phone is up to the microphone, yeah. Oh. Okay. Um... Uh, I'm doing the... Oh, I can't, I can't acknowledge the show. I'm doing a show that doesn't exist right now. Uh... Okay, right. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I'll call. Texas right now, yet. Well, I, I don't know. I don't even know how to, that, I can't, I can't acknowledge the show, Jeremy. But, uh, okay. But, uh, I'll call you after. Okay, bye bye. Bye bye. Okay. <clears throat> so, um,. Oh, Trot's away. He's not going to listen. I'm just going to call him. I, guys, I am really... You can ask any of my friends. With this Joe Batans and Expensive Tier Show, they do not get shit. No one gets it. Hold on, I get it. My Coke Zero. Zero. Zero people get it. I take it. Very seriously. But obviously, if Jeremy's the one giving me the information about Gay Law Library, I can tell him what I talked about Gay Lawn Librarian, specifically. Um, seriously, Deckhead. Well, no, Deckhead, I want to know, why was it an obvious first guess? Because I'll be honest with you, when Jeremy told me this, I was, like, gooped, gagged, and, uh... But I don't know him that well. I don't interact as much as I used to anymore in the forums. So to me, he just seemed very, like, not... That seemed very out of character for him. Am I wrong here? I don't know. When when Jeremy told me he was gay law librarian, I was shocked. I was literally shocked. Oh, he saw them in oh they see I never go to general gaming. Oh, and so they interact there. Yeah, so what's funny to put a button on that, so Jeremy's texting me as um the gay law librarian is messaging him. <clears throat> and I said, you should just casually drop in that you have a boyfriend. Just casually drop in that you have a boyfriend. So I don't know how I haven't, I haven't seen the text messages or the messages, but, um, but Jeremy dropped in that it just casually dropped in. They had a boyfriend and Jeremy was like laughing because we were just then we were texting. He goes, he was giving me the minute. He's all like that law librarian, gay librarian. I have to say library because I'm a librarian is librarian. So gay librarian was like blowing up his phone and then when um 
Jeremy mentioned she had a boyfriend. Mentioned he had a boyfriend. I think the span was like six minutes. I think I was there. He was counting like two minutes, three minutes, six minutes till there was another response. I had to go, so I don't know how the conversation ended, but uh, I was very amused. Um, Jeremy calling right now. The first interaction I've had with him today. So, uh, yeah. So there was that. So you guys. It, so I'm gonna make an humble. Do they get? Do new Discord people get any kind of, like, standard announcement? I don't know. We're, we're ask, I'm asking Humble this question. Is there, like, a standard, like, form message they get when they join? Yeah, they get a welcome screen. Is, we should probably add on there user whatever, what is his name? Like, Drag Race Panda or something like that? Dangerous Panda? This should be, at Dangerous Panda has a boyfriend. Like, it should just be, like, that's in the welcome onboarding. Like, at Dangerous Panda has a boyfriend. I'll save you the trouble. Tom Bombs, you're not wrong. He kind of, he kind of, he does alert me to any kind. Like, I'll tell me, let me talk about it right now. Let me see. I'll tell you where I go every day. I'll check expensive tier if anyone messes. Like, if I, I'll look, let me put it this way. My page is tons of new messages. On the, on the, on the, in the channels. But I'll do anything in current lineup. I will do, um, let me see, workroom. I'll pretty much, let me see, I'll go to regularly if there's a new one. I'll go to general. Intros for sure. I love the intros. Um, yeah, that's it for the workroom. And then in Wholesome Thoughts, I pretty much hit all of Wholesome Thoughts. I love, love, love every channel in Wholesome Thoughts. Um, and so that, that one gets cleared away. You're a winner, baby. The runway, Wholesome. I love Wholesome Thoughts. I never go to the shade tree. I'm, I'm being honest. If you want to talk mad shit on me, you can do it anywhere in the shade tree. I never go there. Ever, 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 ever. I never go there. Um... Porn Decor Lounge, I go into less and less now. Gamer Discussion, I never go into. Afterthought Radio, I don't. Uh, drag Race. Uh, only Drag Race US and Drag Race Superstar. I don't do the, I don't fuck with the foreign ones. And then any of the channel related ones, if there's a message there, I'll look at them. So pretty much if you, if something you don't want me to see, go into any other channel. Specifically, uh, let me see. Bitch, please. <laughs> see? There's a, I, well, I, here's the deal. Don't tag me in bitch, please. Cause now I'm gonna have to see. If you tag me, I'm gonna see it. Okay, I just saw it. Alright. Um, but, uh, but if you just, if you, uh, subtweet me, so to speak, I'm not, I'm not gonna ever see it. So anyway, um, okay. So that's, that part is done. You guys are thirsty. Um, Deca, do you, Deca, do you ever get inappropriate messages? I mean, Jeremy, I'll tell you this. He's since changed it again, but for a while, if you remember, Jeremy had like a weird picture. There was his old one. We're on the third one now, but the second one was sort of weird. That was on purpose because he was sick of people DMing him. So he decided to make like, I don't know why he changed the picture, but he decided to post like a unflattering picture of himself to prevent the DMs. Uh, okay. There is that. Um, there is also, um, Aiden news. There's news in the world of Aiden. Um, 
One one thing you should know is during Genius Parade, and I think this is super obvious, Lori said, she asked if she could have the drone. And I said, no, Lori, you can't. I can't give away a gift someone gave me. But I was nodding my head the entire time. And uh, and Lori and I have talked about it. I said, oh, I'll get it for you. And she's offered to buy me that video game in exchange for the, for the drone. And, um, but I think based on the conversation I'm going to tell you about, I'm thinking I might need to, to uh, I'll talk to Lori about it, but maybe not do that. I don't know. We'll see. So I, ca- I talked to Aiden last night, uh, not via on phone, just via text. And the good news is that <clears throat> I, he's still very sad. He's still in a very sad, depressed place. But the good news is that it seems like he's turned the corner in terms of his depression. And what I mean is, I didn't harp too much. I I mentioned it to him very casually, but I didn't harp too much. I didn't want to put him back in. But his perspective on what he says has changed. And it's a subtle change, but it's a very promising change. So when I would talk to him before, he was, like, hopeless. He, um... He was like, there was no end in sight. Like, it was very, very bleak. Okay? And there wasn't a, a, a shred of happiness in anything he said. And in fact, at one point during the Spotify week, I asked him, like, you're not even a little curious about Spotify? I mean, he's been involved more than anybody with um, what's been going on there. You know? He's heard all about it. And he was like, not really. And that kind of hurt me, you know? But uh, the conversation yesterday, he's still sad, but he's seen the little victories, and his perspective has changed. So he's worrying, he's using words like, uh, I want to get better, or when I get better, I'm going to do this. And he has a specific date for the medication. Fuck the, the fucking system in this country, but like, this boy desperately needs... Uh, psychiatric, you know, psychotropic drugs, and I think he told me from before July that he had an appointment. I just found out the appointment is the 21st. But he is on the wait list, uh, cancellation list. But he's, and he's saying things, it was like, again, he was still very sad yesterday, but he's using terms like, that makes me happy, because I'll tell you what that means in a second. He wanted to know about Spotify, just like a brief, how's everything going? He was interested in what I was doing. Like, there are little things and little victories he was celebrating, and he's still sad, And but he sees the light at the end of the tunnel. And he said something, but before you judge me, hear me out, he said, um, I want to get better. I want to get better for you. Right now, I told him, "You don't get better for you. Don't get better for me." Okay, I immediately told him that. But what that does tell me is, a he still believes in us, and uh, that we're still a thing. And he told me he loved me several times. Yada yada yada. So that, that it kind of gave me more d- one that we're, we've turned the corner. There still could be a long road ahead of us, you know. But at least we are. We've turned the corner. I can't think of a better phrase to use. And uh, and and yesterday's conversation was more upbeat. He was. Uh, I showed him the Spotify portrait. He really liked it. He was saying very affectionate, 
things like still sad, but like I said, uh, in a much more hopeful way. That makes sense. So there's the Aiden update. Cause I'll be honest with you. And that's why Jeremy's calling. I did tell Jeremy that there was news and you're getting the news before Jeremy. Uh, I was having a lot of conversations yesterday about like how if I don't hear any differently very soon, this is before I talk to him, that I was going to probably have to end things. <clears throat> and the conversation I was having yesterday was more about how do I end things and when do I end things? But I think right now uh, he's bought some time. And this fits in with what I was saying. I was saying like, look, because people would ask, and they're like, well, what if he calls you and says he's better? Now, he didn't do that. I would say, I said, look, as long as I get an update, I'm fine. You know, if that's, and this is the thing that people were arguing with me about is they were, there were some people who were like, well, just break up with them now. And I was like, well, why? Like, my life wouldn't change at all. Uh, oh, Deckhead said, Maybe the drone was so you could take aerial shots of Evergreen. You know, Dick, have we talked about this? Because I may have told him in one of the last conversations we had that I wanted my brother to go with me to Evergreen and use the drone to take shots of Evergreen. <clears throat> hmm. That's a really good point. Dickhead is like kind of voodoo daddy. He's a big bad voodoo daddy. <clears throat> So, um, well, anyway, going back to the drone, he, he, I, I told him, I said, I, I lied to him. I said, uh, oh, Lori is very excited that you got me a drone. Not a lie. And I said, we have a date set to fly the drone together. A hundred percent a lie, but I, I could, I could turn it into a truth. And I, I said, Lori's more excited than I am to fly this drone. True. And so she wants, we're going to fly it together, which is going to become true. And he, this is the first time he's ever used a word like this in six weeks. He was like, oh my God, that makes me so happy. You don't understand. Let me actually read it exactly. He said, said, let's see here. Oh, that makes me so, so, so happy. Like, overwhelmingly happy. So, I think I can't get a drone to Lori. Or, <clears throat> it could be one of these things where we film myself, me and Lori playing with the drone, drone shots, drone this, like, all will go hog wild in the drone, send it to him, and then I just give her the drone from there. Something like that. And then anytime I need it, I can just get it from her. Like, oh, look at this drone you got me. I'm after we do this, I'm gonna put the drone away if that's true. Um Deckhead said Lori will break in two seconds. Yeah, you know what? I should take a picture of the specific drone. Um and then if she does break it, I have to buy another one, you know? Anyway. So that's any questions on the aid in front? Um Why you guys a lot of you like write a message that I see and then you guys delete it. I don't get it. Tom Bomb just wrote something and deleted it. Um, I saw it. <clears throat> Any questions? Aiden left Discord. Humble, I <laughs> Oh, well, yes. Well, I I asked Humble to take Aiden off the Discord. Uh, mostly not because we're broken up. 
But um, I just, for his mental health, I, I wanted the freedom to talk about him. B, I didn't know what we would talk about and what he would hear. C, um, I thought it'd be best if if he's really going through it to not be on the Discord. He'll be, I'll put him back on. Um, <clears throat> so I, I was just more doing it to protect his mental health, um, if anything. Any other questions? Um, because Aiden is very, very sensitive. So if he saw even something that, even something that even wasn't meant to be malicious, like if it was like, uh, I'm sorry that, you know, Aiden's having problems. Uh, he might be very hurt, you know, like, not because, not for the reasons you think. I can't even put a, 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 a uh, it into words, but it, it, it just, it, it might bother him. Okay, so the next, let's go to the next topic. So, this is going to be more, I'm actually going to minimize the Discord for a, a hot minute here, because this is going to be more freeform stream of consciousness type of thing. But I need to do this for my own, like, spiritual and mental health, and you're just going to be a part of it. It's just my stream of consciousness about uh, tomorrow, in terms of, like, at some point during the day tomorrow... I'm going to get the announcement about who won the cash prize for Spotify. Now, remember, so I'm going to talk about this now, stream of consciousness. And if I'll tell you right now, if this is if this Spotify shit bores you, then uh, this is pretty much the end of the show. Once I'm done talking about this and ending the episode. But um, <clears throat> it's tomorrow is the money prize. Okay. And and I'm being honest when I say this. I really do not care that much about the money prize. Right? I don't. Like, obviously, I would love to have an extra $5,000. Who wouldn't? But not winning the money prize, specifically for the money part, won't bother me. It really won't. What I will say, what is important to me about the money prize... <clears throat> is it's uh, an, uh, an auspicious omen, so to speak, about who will, what show will be developed by Spotify. Now, even though there are two different panel of judges, uh, it is a good omen, as obviously one group of professionals thought this was a really good episode. So the likelihood that another group of professionals, specifically ones who work for Spotify, it's probably a good sign that they're going to think it's uh, worthy of development by Spotify. And it's that second prize that I don't find out till the end of the month. That's the one that's important to me. The money, like I said, the money one is secondary. And if I win, <clears throat> obviously I'll be stoked. But it's not the be all end all uh, of like prizes. And the only thing, if I don't win, it'll do is it'll just give me another anxious two weeks. Uh, I think if I do win, then it'll allow me to breathe a little easier for the development part at the end of the month. Now, remember, there can only be one winner of the $5,000 prize. However, with the show development, if you see it as a, win -win as a winning situation, 
uh, in theory, <clears throat> all of the shows uh, could win. They just have to choose at least one show to win. They have to choose at least one show, but they can make offers to uh, more than one show. Uh, any show they feel is ready. So my odds on that one are a little better. And I, I may have talked about this in places, but I'll repeat it again. I actually have a very good feeling about that second one. A very good feeling. Uh, for a few reasons. Uh, in the listening session, uh, Lee, who, okay, so I don't know at all who the people are that are judging the, the money one. I don't know who they are. They're going to tell us afterwards. I think they give us comments. I guess they, I think they give us feedback, but we get that feedback after we find out who they were after. But I know they're independent from the people who work with us. Okay, so they have no personality things to go on. Completely independent. The um uh I don't know. Oh, but then the second group of people are actually people who probably work. Well, I know at least one person worked with us. But it's a group of executives at Spotify who are going to listen to the shows and determine based on what they hear, what shows they think would be great, uh, a great fit for Spotify and worthy of development at Spotify. Uh... And that's sort of the list I want to be on. Now, one of the big decision makers in that process is a guy named Lee. And Lee is also the executive that gave us notes along the way. I'm going to take a sip of a drink here. And, um... Again, I've, I've talked about this in different places, but I'll just, I'm just repeating here because it's stream of consciousness is I I found out at the in-person event. Now, I had already... Okay. I gotta stop doing a show and just think. Talk out loud. I talked to Christian the entire time that we were doing this process. He was the, he's the one I talked to the most. And he would complain throughout the process because what happened was we had a set of deliverables and we had to deliver our progress at certain points and then Lee would give us feedback. And Christian complained that the feedback he was receiving was almost non-existent. Uh, it'd be like, that's fine, or it'd be negative. <laughs> like, I think that this is too dirty, or take this out, or something like that, but very, very sparse uh, notes. Well, the entire time, I've gotten glowing notes from Lee, even when he had uh, recommendations. Like, at a certain point, I even got pages and pages of notes. So I had secretly been thinking, oh, bitch, he just doesn't like your dirty-ass show. You know? And But then we got to the in-person event, and one of the jokes people were making was how Lee didn't really give notes. <laughs> And only a couple of times did I say, because it was always happening in private conversations, I would say, I got extensive notes. I don't know why. Now, I do know a little why, and I would talk about this to make them feel better. 
is I do think that the subject matter that I was uh, writing about and creating is very much in Lee's wheelhouse. As a producer, those are the kinds of shows he makes. He makes... He used to be a producer over at a podcast company called Wondery. And those are the kinds of shows that they, they make like true crime shows and stuff like that. So, so this is very much in his wheelhouse. I think it's something he understood inherently. And, uh, so, but I got extensive notes from Lee. Then at the listening party, uh, they took a break after my episode. And people were coming up to me and saying nice things. You know, the other Spotify contestants were saying nice things. But they, we all say nice things to each other. We're very supportive. Fernando came and said something really nice to me. But we do that with everybody. Right? Every, everyone does that, right? What was different, though, was that Lee came up to me multiple times. Uh, once during the break. Uh, once when we were back in the listening room. And then another point. I don't remember why he and I were alone. Uh, briefly, and he 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 brought it up again, but mentioned several several times uh, how much he he had heard the episode, but how impressed he was with it, how good it was, uh, things that I had done since the last time he listened. Like he was just really 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 impressed with it, over the moon. At one point, the one in the listening room, he said, "You know, just just so you know, home run, absolute home run." You should be very proud of yourself. That was a home run. Said it multiple times. And I was straight, I was gay. So I was like, what's a home run? And then, uh, I don't think anyone else got that kind of effusive praise. Then on Thursday of that week, we had a mixer. And several people told me, I was never around Lee at the mixer, but several people told me at the mixer that Lee would constantly bring up my podcast to the people he was talking to. And tell them, and point it out specifically at how good it was. And uh, that is a very good sign. Because Lee is one of the big decision makers. But not in terms of the money. Only in terms of the development deal. But like I said, the development deal is more important to me. So like I said, I feel very good about that. Um... And then I don't know who the... Uh, and I, you know, I don't know if this person's a part of the decision making process. But there's this executive named Jane and she couldn't be at the listening party for some reason but she reached out to me uh, like the day after my birthday or maybe on my birthday the 4th or the 5th she reached out to me and she said I just listened to your podcast while I was on a walk and she said I can actually pull that one up because I never messaged with Jane uh, but she said amazing things to me and uh, and and I don't know I mean I I don't know what part she plays in the decision-making process of the whole thing. Maybe she's an important part of it. I don't know. She said, um, Hi, Joe. So sorry. I'm, this is, I'm so sorry this is late, but I finally got to listen to your final cut in my walk this morning. Grinning, laughing out loud, and getting teary-eyed at the end, fully looking a fool. Joe, I'm so proud and impressed, especially knowing you mixed this. I was listening for that, and it was perfect. I didn't notice anything. It sounds perfectly professional. You up the comic moments in the final that make us... Love you as a host. And the song, I'm dead. This is just such an interesting story, well told, with research and compassion and a mission. I'm in love and can't wait for more. I also would never just blow smoke up your ass. Congratulations. So, again, another Spotify, good sign. <clears throat> now, like I said, 
I'm not trying to just brag on a show. This is like uh, I I've been so I've been sort of room as we as we get closer. I've been just ruminating on this, which for then any of you that practice manifestation, which I think almost none of you do, is very bad. <laughs> and that's actually why I'm doing this, getting this out in the open is because I want to stop ruminating on it. I want to stop thinking about it. I don't know why in manifest. So the, the manifestation is very contradictory. In manifestation, I'm supposed to just sort of accept that I've won and thank the universe for winning and uh, just act as if I've already won and be very grateful. Not, not in a boastful way. Just be like, yeah, I've totally won the money and I go, totally got a development deal. Thank you, universe. And I'm just behaving the way I would. But if there's even like a drop of doubt, then according to manifestation, the universe hears this and goes, oh, then you don't really want this and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. So I got to do this. So I'm just trying to get that out of the way. I'm trying to um, put it out of me, you know, get it out of my system. Uh, because now what's happened is now that, that's all the positive things I've told you. But the negative things, and this is the part I'm just, I'm now vomiting out, so I cannot, I can stop thinking about this, is, especially in terms of the money stuff, is I, I literally do not know who the judges are for the money. I don't. They're going to tell us afterwards, like I told you. But I will say, I know who they were for the first round. And if it's the same people that it was in the first round. Um, I have to assume they're going to judge fairly. Maybe they will, you know? But there's a part of me that is like, well, let's, what's the negative side of this? And the neg- cause, uh, So I'm going to go through. Uh, Jay actually had me do this the other day. But... Um, um, <clears throat> I don't know where it is. Hold on for a second. Okay, I'm going to go from the bottom up. This is who I think are the worst, right? I'm not going to talk about them. I'm just going to say, right now, Leia, Lotus, Jamila, and Athena, I think, have absolutely... Well, I should let me rephrase. Leia, Lotus, and Jamila have absolutely no chance of winning the money. Like, zero. Less than one. Okay? Their shows to, were varying degrees of boring. Okay? Athena's is what I would call, if you're on a scale of 1 to 10, I would call it the definition of a 5. Okay? Uh, it wasn't the most interesting thing in the world. There were elements that were great. I don't know if it necessarily showed I'd listen to. Uh, it was fine. Okay? So that's getting rid of 4. Remember, there's 9 of us. Christian. Christian's wasn't bad, and Christian doesn't want to play his on afterthought until all the decisions have been made. Okay, I don't know why, but that's his prerogative. So you will eventually hear Christians, but he's not going to play it until everything's done. All right. Uh, but I would say Christians, if I were judging fairly, seems uh, a little amateur, uh, a little trying too hard to be like shocking and uh, dirty and. Uh, I don't know. It sounded good. There were parts that were entertaining. It was overall entertaining, but I don't know. It was so dirty and so inappropriate and so kind of cringy at some, and actually at a certain point ableist 
that I don't, I could, I would be floored if this show won, but I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There may, I guess the only thing I would say is maybe, uh, if, if I'm going with Christian winning the money, that the, all, all the judges were these like basic, women who just love a gay guy being gay and super dirty. I don't know. It was really, I could, I'd be very surprised if I'd be honest with you. The, the odds change a little bit in Christian's favor for a development deal, but for the money, I would be very surprised if I'm being honest. Okay. Next, we have Miriam, who was one of the two people who won the money in the first round. And she's the one that has the show about fat phobia. I think the negative things, I think what she has in her favor is she obviously won before. And if these are the same judges, to some degree, they connected with her. Uh, she turned in an 18 minute show, which is nothing wrong with it. The time limit was between 15 minutes and 45 minutes. Um, it was completely entirely in Spanish and she speaks really quickly. I understand Spanish, but you can't talk that quickly. I just, I can't understand what you're saying. But my, my, my mom listened and my mom said that she was interesting, but that, well, my mom said she had the potential to be interesting, but that she changed, like she would hit on a, on a positive topic and then would immediately change the topic. Like she hit in those 18 minutes, she hit like so many different topics and didn't settle on one. Right. Uh, Christian said he thought it was boring. Christian speaks Spanish. So Christian said he thought it was boring. So also she was told by Lee specifically not to do it in Spanish. Okay. Um, hold on. Okay. Um, so. Uh, there's that. Then we have Sergio. I almost kind of want to do, if you're going to be around later, I kind of want to do, because this is where I think the competition gets real. Because oh, so Anyway, Lee had told Miriam specifically, do not do it in Spanish. Uh, and I understand both sides of the argument. I understand her argument. I understand Lee's argument. I think I slightly agree with Miriam on her reasoning and disagree with Lee. However, like I said on the show many times, Lee is one of the judges, especially for the development deal. Why would you not just fucking do it in English? And then when you get the deal, do it in Spanish. I don't know. Makes no sense, but whatever. Okay, now we get to my two competitors. Okay, and this is why I want to do a listening party. Are you guys, let me look at the Discord. Are you guys down later for a listening party that will take about an hour? Um, okay. I will have to call Jeremy back first. Or you know what? I could play while I'm talking to Jeremy. I'll do that. I'll do that. I've heard them a hundred times. Um, oh, you want to hear like Go to the Feminista too? Okay. All right. I will play those ones because those are the biggest competitions. Okay. I'm going to do it as soon as we finish because I've heard them. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Sergio's, I be, you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm gonna reserve judgment. I'm gonna reserve judgment. So why don't we do this? 
why don't we call it a day for right now? I'll call Jeremy back. Um, I'll play it in this order. I will play Melissa's. Oh, no, no. We'll do it in order that I think it is. So we'll do like go to the feminista first. She's the one who I think of the group is the worst. Even though she she's better than Christian. She's in the top half. But of the of the group I'm going to play, I'm, I'm playing you the group of my competition. So the weakest part of my competition is La Gorda Feminista. Then I think it's Sergio. Then I think it's Melissa. And then I think it's me. And if I'm being, I'm really, I mean, it's obviously my podcast, so I'm very tied to it. But I really kind of think it's the best one. And Christian thinks it's the best one. And he wouldn't be afraid to say it's not. And especially he's saying it's better than his, which, you know, is shocking. So, all right. So why don't we call it a day there? For people listening later, I can't play it for you, um, unfortunately. But, um, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. All right, guys. So that's going to do it for this episode. See you guys next month.